Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have Casey Fifield with us today. She is an actress, musician, and influencer. She's best known for her series regular role on Nickelodeon's React to That and Kids React series on YouTube. Her other notable credits include roles on Nickelodeon's Game Shakers, where she plays Carissa. She recurs on several TV series, including Click Wars, People vs. Food, Diane, Jerry and Friends, Try Not to Smile or Laugh, Opinions and Advice. And we're excited to have her on the show. So yes. welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And you've Thanks done a lot of me. stuff at such a young age already. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I started acting when I was eight and started singing when I was 10. So oh, definitely wow. had a lot of time. <laughs> so last, last year has been tough on a lot of people with COVID and all that. So how did COVID affect what you do as an entertainer? And what have you done to maneuver through this crazy maze we have? Yeah, COVID definitely affected certain things like acting a lot because nobody was really filming. There were a couple of auditions, but they were all self-tapes and self-taped auditions are a bit harder because you don't actually get in a room with a casting director. Yeah. So it's a bit harder to show your full range. Um, so acting has definitely slowed down. And I think now it's picking back up again for a lot of people in the industry. But yeah, for a, a year, it was pretty tough. And then in regards to music, I mean, it was a little bit harder to not be able to actually go to a studio to record, but I work with my vocal coach, Robbie Rosen, um, on songwriting and vocals over Skype anyways, since he's in New York. So that didn't change too much. And I also have a home recording studio set up, so I'm able to record wow. songs anyways. I actually recorded a couple of songs during COVID, including Last Breath, and my newest song, Confused, which is actually um, kind of about the pandemic and about its overwhelming <laughs> circumstances. Oh, wow. So on some fronts, uh, it was a pandemic it was a little bit of a silver lining for you because it slowed things down so you could catch things up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's given me a lot more time, especially with school, because I do go to normal school. And with school being online, we had way shorter hours. So that gave me a little bit more time to pursue both my extracurricular interests in school because I'm on my school's debate team and in a bunch of clubs and all that, but also all of my acting and singing pursuits as well. Yeah. And, you know, that's like for us, you know, um, we launched this show January of 2020. And yeah. at that time, our original plan was 100 interviews. And we thought if we could just do that for the first year, we would have the foundation laid. And then COVID happens. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling Sandy, I was like, you know, this might be our year to shine because artists and actors and all that, they're going to need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. And because of that, we've done over 400 shows so far and over 300 last year. Oh, wow. Awesome. So it's definitely been a crazy venture here and getting to talk to so many great people. Yes, it's been uh, fun. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And we owe yeah, a I lot of imagine. it to COVID. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like with COVID, it's just really important to make the best out of the situation because obviously Absolutely. nobody wants for there to be a global pandemic. But I feel like a lot of people are just finding um, good things that came out of it. And I think that's really important for all of us to not let it bring us down and feel like we lost a year of our lives. Oh, definitely. Because I know we, we, and I granted, now we don't live in California or anything. We live in Georgia. So our state, for the most part, closed down for two months. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we've been open. So for the most yeah, part, we, 
been able to live our life the way we normally do, with just a few exceptions, of course, with masks and all that. But outside of that, Georgia's been pretty good. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm in California and I recently got vaccinated. So once I've been fully vaccinated, you know, everything's pretty much gone back to normal, which is really awesome. I've been able to see my friends regularly again oh, wow. and hang out and go all these places, which is really great. <laughs> so I got to ask, you've probably been asked this a bunch of times, but since you're an artist and an actress, if you had to choose, which would you choose? You're right. I have been asked this a lot of, asked this a lot of times, um, and it's really difficult because I love acting, uh -huh. and I also love singing and making um, songs. So I'm not really sure how to choose because I like them both in different ways. Acting mm -hmm. is yeah. more um, stepping into other characters' shoes and portraying other people um, for an audience, like whether it be on television or commercial or whatever. Um, singing is more expressing my own emotions rather than being a character and like yeah. putting my own yeah. thoughts and feelings into lyrics. So I don't know, both are really meaningful experiences for me and I wouldn't really trade either. So I don't really have thing is you don't that. have to. You know, that's like when we first launched the show, it, this show original was an up and coming country artist interview show. That's mm -hmm. the roots of launching That's this the roots show. Of the show yeah. And it's like, um, I'm glad we don't have to choose because as we grew, we became a music interview show. Then all of a sudden we became an entertainment interview show where we do actors and, uh, and, um, artists and we're like you know what this is great we get them both on and because you know when it when it comes to being an artist and becoming an actress you really are chasing that same dream kind of the work ethic is the same as almost the same thing just a different platform yeah yeah i can definitely see that and you know it's a really similar industry with a lot of people kind of involved in both there's a lot of intersection between mm -hmm. opportunities for musicians and opportunities for actors so yeah that definitely so, kind of, so sometimes it benefits you to do both because like you said one can lead to the other and the other can lead back to the one yeah for sure i mean i see acting roles all the time where in the description for the role it's like must be able to sing must like be able to do this <laughs> thing so i mean acting definitely requires singing and i mean singing requires acting too in music videos and all those yeah. things love that <clears throat> so what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music well outside of music i music really and, like of course actors yeah, I really like debate. I'm on my school's debate team and we ended off our season already, but it was really great. I got to compete in a lot of tournaments and the state championship and all of those things. So that's one hobby that I really enjoy. I also have four cats. Um, they're actually on Instagram at the Fifield Cats, but I really yeah. like playing with them. They're really adorable. <laughs> I love um, hanging out with them. They're like my little buddies here at home and they're re really awesome. We should have made Instagram for Prissy before she died. Oh, we should have. <laughs> we had a little cat for 15 years. She, she uh -huh. was the best cat. Yeah, so. yeah, she just popped up on our porch one day and we've kept yes. her since. That's so mm -hmm. cute. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is something quirky about you? Hmm. As in quirky, do you mean something not many people would know? Yeah. Yeah, like unusual, not many people would know type thing. Well, I guess a couple things one is that i'm actually vegetarian which not oh, wow. a lot of people tend to know even though i'm not secretive about it online or anything um yeah. but yeah some people are surprised to find that out and i'm also bilingual i speak both polish and english so that's mm. another thing that people don't really know oh, about cool. me oh very cool i love that yeah. <clears throat> so as you know a lot of people they see 
the glamour between between like a Blake Shelton, a Brad Pitt, and all the entertainers mm -hmm. and all that. But they don't see the glory, the grind, the sacrifice, the tears that it takes to get to not just their level, but even a career level within entertainment. And I always want to talk about that because, as you know, a lot of people kind of sugarcoat this side of it. They think, oh, if, if you got the talent, you can make it. But we both know that's just not the truth if you don't have the tenacity to. So tell us a little bit about the sacrifices you've had to make in your short in your career so far. Well, I always think about the path to success having three factors. The first yeah. is talent. The second is hard work. And the third is honestly just luck. So <laughs> because a lot of a lot of things in the industry are based purely off of luck, like in regards to acting, two people with exactly the same skill set, they're both equally as talented, they both can portray the role um, the exact same way. Let's say that as an example, one person would get the role because they look more like the person who's playing the parent, whereas the other would be disadvantaged because of that. So in that respect, a lot of things are really just about um, luck in the acting industry. And same in the music industry, a lot of it's about who you know and meeting the right people. So I think that perseverance is the most important thing because um, you will get your lucky break if you continue working hard. And if you continue you work, building your skill set. Yeah, um, it's definitely not an easy industry, especially with acting. There's a lot of rejections. There's a lot of no's for every part um, you you get. There's like a hundred rejections from other parts, but it's really something that you just have to deal with in the industry. It's just hearing no a lot. So that's why I think some people get discouraged when they first start acting or singing or any of that because they're not seeing initial success. They like dream of becoming huge superstars like um, mm -hmm. Brad Pitt or like how Olivia Rodrigo got really famous, which oh, seemed okay. to be overnight. But in reality, there was a lot of hard yep. work put behind yeah. the whole album and all of her acting roles as well. So it's really not just something that you can do once and instantly be perfect at. Yep. So I think that that's mm -hmm. something that and a lot of other people um, have struggled with. Sometimes I get really frustrated. Like, for example, I play guitar too. If I don't get something right on the first try, I can get annoyed at it. And I feel like a lot of people have the same problem, which is why in the whole music and entertainment industry, it's really important for people to just not give up and continue working hard towards their goals because eventually you will reach success and it'll make all the hard work worth it. And like they say for Nashville, anybody that moves there, it's a 10-year city. And they call it a 10-year city for a reason. And, you know, because, again, you know, you get there, you get intimidated because there's so many people on every corner that's just as good, if not better, than you are. And, and then within five years, nothing happens. You leave, but you didn't give it the chance that you're supposed to give it because it's a 10-year city. Most people who make it big in Nashville don't make it big till after 10 years. Yeah, and I think um, it just really depends on the person if they're willing to put in that much time. And like, yeah. I mean, it's really risky even to be pursuing a career in this industry because success isn't guaranteed. Yeah. So I think it really depends on how much the person really wants it and how much it's really their dream because that kind of determines how hard they're willing to work for it. And, you know, you're talking about a while ago that sometimes you add luck into it. Like somebody told me that, that the harder you work, the luckier you get, which is true. But at the same time, you are right about the luck because there are there are some paths where, where you're working hard, hard, hard. And then that one small break happens that opens up everything. Because I remember we read a story recently uh, was Florida Georgia line. What, 
the cruise. Oh that, yeah. That they weren't supposed to, it wasn't originally pitched for them. For them. For it them. was supposed to be for Luke Bryan, who was already established at the you time. Know, but I guess Luke Bryan may have turned it down. I don't know yeah, the whole story, but there. know that it got in uh, Florida Georgia Lions hands and look what happened. It was their first song, huge worldwide hit. We might not know them if it weren't for them getting that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just one of them crazy things and you watch it and then, you know, and of course you got to be careful with the experts you listen to, because I remember a few years ago, Luke Combs um, put a tweet out thanking all the executives that told him every one of his songs that he shared with them would never work because all six went number one. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of things that happen like that, even in under, other industries. I know that Dr. Seuss, for example, got rejected by a lot of publishers before actually being published. Um, same thing with, wow. you know, J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter, both of which turned out to be really well-known oh, authors. Yes. Absolutely. And it's the same thing in the music industry and acting industry. There's a lot of rejection, but you just can't let it get to you. Yep. You know, we even had a guy that we interviewed at the beginning of our show um, year, uh, last year that talked about he used to work for Sony. And he said he had two artists that came. And because I asked him, what what was something that he turned down that is still to this day he kicks his butt on? And he said that um, he said there was two artists that came to him that he said would never work. He said there's no way it's not going to work. They can forget it. It's not happening. So he passed on these two artists. One was Jason Aldean and one was Kenny Chesney. Wow. <laughs> so, so that was his little uh, kick in the butt ones where he's like, okay, I was big time wrong on that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so now that we talked a little bit about the grinding side of all of this, let's go the other way and talk about the glory side. What are a few moments where you look back and you're like, wow, I got to do that. I think really every time that I just consider the fact that, you know, I'm 16 and I've been able to release over a dozen original songs. Wow. It's like not only being really proud of, you know, the hard work I've put in and the songs I've written, but also just being really grateful for the people who have supported me, like from my parents to my vocal coaches to my online supporters. It, it really wouldn't be possible if I was just living um, by myself in a kind of abyss trying to do this all by myself. Um, so I think that that's just really a moment that always hits me. And also when one of my songs, Hear Me Out, was selected to a lot of film festivals, um, notably Dances oh, wow. with Films, the indie festival. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. um, I was just really proud seeing my music video on the big screen because, you know, it was my vision behind the song, my vision behind the music video. And it was really coming to life and being able to see the fact that other people recognize it and agree that, you know, it's a good music video just made me really happy. So um, when you look back on your career so far, um, how did the Nickelodeon part happen? How did you get into there? Yeah, so I've actually gone out for a couple of Nickelodeon parts. Um, the first Nickelodeon part that I got was actually a Nickelodeon series that's a spinoff of the popular YouTube channel React, which I've actually yeah. been on since I was eight. Um, oh, wow. It was a really fun series. I basically just um, was able to jump right into the series since I was already auditioned for the YouTube show and got onto there. And I was in a lot of episodes, which was really fun because they were really amazing episodes. We got to watch these funny videos, share reactions to it, and also do a bunch of 
crazy challenges, including like a pizza slap challenge, like shells challenges, basketball challenges. It was a really cool experience. And I just basically got to share my reactions and perspectives. And then my other Nickelodeon role was on Game Shakers, which is something that I auditioned for and got the part. It was really awesome. Also, the whole cast and crew was amazing. And my part was really fun because I was kind of one of the mean kids. And we were basically um, one of the rivals of the Game Shakers. And we were battling um, through chicken fights and through online games as well. And it was really cool. Um, it was a really great experience. The food there was awesome. And it was just really amazing overall. So what would you say has been your hardest role to play as an actress? Hmm, that's a bit hard. I think one of my hardest roles was definitely on the series Snap She Made Me Do It on Oxygen. Because hmm. I was actually playing the younger version of a serial killer. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, it was part of... Um, flashbacks that she had with her parents yeah. um and i think it was just a little bit hard to portray the you know beginnings of somebody who, with such a twisted mindset um but right. also maintaining maintaining childlike innocence so i think that was definitely an interesting role to play did you do anything extra to try to learn that type of role um i mainly just went with my intuition since i was still a bit younger so um you know i wasn't really um displaying any psychotic tendencies as part of the role yet yeah. um but just showing a little bit of like the beginnings of somebody yeah. who yeah. wasn't going to end up well oh wow uh, <laughs> so what would you say has been your most fun role to play i think the most fun was probably game shakers um it was just really great we all played ping pong um in between scenes and it was really fun i know i keep talking about things outside of the actual role um but the actual <laughs> role itself was awesome too the set was really cool we got to play games as part of our actual role okay. and it was just really fun all the scenes were fun to do all of our lines were really well written and fun to portray so that was a really great experience so as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist and the actress, but they don't see the teams behind the people. And in our opinion, they don't get the love no, they, they deserve. Don't. So we always want to let the artists, the guests mm -hmm. take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. So I'd say my number one team member is definitely my mom. Um, she's really, really supportive with all my pursuits and helps me out with acting, singing, everything. So definitely a huge shout out to her. And then my vocal coach, Robbie Rosen, who I actually work with to write some of my songs. He's oh, wow. amazing to work mm -hmm. with. We actually did a duet um, with my song, Last Breath, and just super thankful for all of his support as well. And then Ricardo Padua was my original music producer. He produces a lot of my songs. And it's just really amazing working together because we kind of share the same vision. And it's mm -hmm. really easy for us mm -hmm. to collaborate. And then to everybody at Tipsy Records, which is my current record label, they're all incredible. They help me promote my songs themselves. Nobody would be listening to my songs if they didn't know about them. So I'm really thankful for everyone there as well. <clears throat> so um, you, keep, you talked about your mom. Tell us a mom story, one that kind of stands out now. You've probably got a thousand of these. Oh, yes, but a story that stands out where she went above and beyond for your career. And you're like, wow, she really gets this is my passion. I think it's just, I think with Hear Me Out, the music video, there mm -hmm. were a lot 
a lot of different factors because it was kind of a large production. We had a whole um, set rented out. We had a lot of different locations that we were filming. And just the way that my mom helped me manage it all, because I was only 10, oh, wow. so I really oh, wasn't wow. able to like fully manage it, just like pick out the locations and kind of help out there. Um, the way my mom was able to like, fully manage it and organize the cast and crew and make sure that everybody knows what they're doing, because we also had to hire a cast um, for backup dancers. Mm -hmm. um just the way my mom just went about all of that and really put in a lot of time and effort for my vision for the music video to come true that really meant a lot to me and you know speaking of teams you know we have a third co-host our little nine-year-old that we let come on the show and ask a couple questions yeah so sandy's gonna get him and we've got a two-year-old daughter when she gets older she'll be plugged into the show too oh perfect <laughs> yeah so hopefully what you know when she's three or four she'll be able to ask one question and then we'll probably have him ask two then because we try to keep it right on three questions you know for them awesome that's so cute <clears throat> and i guess we're training them to be you perfect perfect that's amazing <laughs> you said you've been doing this since how old eight eight wow that's and he's nine so yeah Hi. Well, hi, Casey. So what's your favorite food? Hmm, that's hard. My favorite food is probably mushroom pizza because I love pizza in general. Who doesn't? And I also really love mushrooms. So I think mushroom pizza is just perfect. Oh, wow. What's yours? Pizza. Oh, yeah, pizza. I, I know a lot of people that love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show is actually the show Manifest on NBC. It's a really cool show about a group of people who were on a plane um, that disappeared and then reappeared five and a half years later and they didn't age. They didn't feel any time difference. And then they start experiencing these weird callings and the government oh. spying on them and all these crazy things. It's a really <laughs> interesting show and it's actually now on Netflix. So I urge oh, yeah. anyone to check it out. And what's yours? My SpongeBob. Oh, nice. Yeah, Spongebob is a classic. Yeah, Spongebob's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite movie? Hmm, my favorite movie... I think that one might be Avengers Endgame. I really liked that movie, and I like the whole um, Marvel... I like all Marvel movies, basically. So I think that one was just a really good way to end off the Infinity War storyline uh, so, uh, mine is the minions movie oh the minions movie that one's great i love the despicable mm -hmm. movies and the minions movies yeah, he loves them all the all despicables the minions everything mm -hmm. Those are and awesome. our little two-year-old loves it loves them too when she we, we yeah. can walk by a store and if there's a minion in there she'll point and just laugh <laughs> yeah, and what's laughs. funny is you know she came kind of out of this phase now, but when she, you know, when it first, the movie first happened, it's, she picked one point in the movie where they, they turn purple and they go, Pfft. and every time she would see a minion, that's what she would do, go. And it, <laughs> that, was cute. that was the cutest thing. It kind of sucks that she's kind of out of that phase. Yeah. She ain't done that in a no. while. Aww. It was cute. <laughs> Bye, Nate. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but yeah, you just never know what you're gonna get with you know with them two. I tell you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Ah, uh, 
That's hard. I think I'd have to say Lin-Manuel Miranda because he's just such a brilliant composer and mm. it would be incredible to, you know, co-write a song with him. Um, and I love the musical Hamilton. I love all those songs. They're all masterpieces in my opinion. So it'd just be really great to work with him. Love that. Now, this is kind of the same question, but directed towards being an actress. Um, yes. If you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what would you want the role to be? Hmm, I think a lot of hard questions. I think I'd say Angelina Jolie because she's just so brilliant and such an iconic actress, honestly. And I would love to act in any film where I play a spy. So a spy film right. would be really cool. Awesome. <laughs> and yeah. she's good at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. And at that time, she was just up and coming. Mm -hmm. Nobody really, a lot of people didn't know who she was. But I asked her where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests the same question, because the, the answer she gave us back then is to the T of what she's living now. I mean, she knew where she was going. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Well, in five years, I'll be in college. So um, that's definitely going to be a huge part of it. In five years, I see myself in college still pursuing acting and singing with, you know, academics, um, first priority, of course. But I definitely want to have an album out and maybe have another major acting role before then. Oh, wow. Uh, now, what would you do? Because this does happen from time to time where a big role came when you were supposed to start college. And I'm talking yeah. a game, a game not, not a small role, but a game changer role. Yeah, I mean, it's always an option to take a gap year. So I wouldn't be afraid of that if it's okay. like, you know, an incredible yeah. opportunity. So there's there'd be a lot of things to consider. But, you know, it's always an option to take a gap year or take a break from academics for a semester. Right. I, I, lo I love that answer. Yeah. Great answer, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's say that. We look 15 years down the road and you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? I would definitely want to remind my future successful self to stay humble and thank the people who helped me get there because I definitely want to make sure that I'm never taking anybody's support, anybody's help for granted. And I think that's just super important for a lot of people to remember. And I think sometimes celebrities tend to forget that, that they're not the sole reason that they're famous, that there are so many people both on their team and off their team that have supported them to help them get there. So I definitely want to remind myself to thank them. Yes. And how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it yet? I'd say most of it's really poppy, um, exciting, upbeat, energetic. Um, a lot of it's dance music. I have some ballads in there which are a bit more heartfelt, but a lot of them are songs that you can, you know, get up and dance to, play at a pool party, all those types of things. Awesome. And what would you like your legacy to be as an artist and actress? What would you ultimately like to be known and remembered for? I think the main thing I'd want to be remembered for is for inspiring others. I think that's one of the main things I aim to do with my songs. Um, all of them are meant to have a deeper meaning behind them to either show people you're not alone with your emotions or that you can do whatever you set your mind to. Like my song, Bring Me Down, nobody's ever going to bring me down. Um, I Won't Give Up, that's another one of my songs. And 
that's just one of my main goals throughout my career is to inspire others and help them also achieve their dreams. Awesome. And if you could relay any message to your fans, what would you want to say to them? I would just say thank you so much. There's really no way to express how thankful I am for everybody's support, um, both online and offline. It's just really incredible that there are people who want to listen to my music, want to support my acting, and just want to support me as an individual. And I just can't express how thankful I am for that. Now, this is kind of a two-part since you're both an actress and an artist. I'm going to take it both ways. Um, what advice would you give someone who's trying to make it in each? Let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. and But they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows and they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. And man, um, they know they're supposed to do this. But on the other end, you've got an actress friend, same way. They've been a few commercials. They've done maybe one or two shows, but they know, they both know they're supposed to do this. What advice would you give each of them to help them the next few years? I think the advice for both would actually be the same. And it's honestly just three words, don't give up. And mm -hmm. I think that perseverance, as I've said before, is the most important thing in both acting and singing, because um, if you're working hard and putting in the effort, you will find success. You will be able to grow your career. And if you give up just because you've gotten rejected too many times, then you'll never actually see those levels of success that you're capable of. And really that success is within any endeavor, because even what we do, you know, we're chasing the same dream that y'all are chasing, but different platform. You know, we want to be the Bobby Bones show, the Kelly Clarkson show, the Ty Bentley show, me, even the Dr. Phil show. You know, <laughs> and we want to be up there like all that. We're chasing that. So we definitely get where y'all are coming from because we're chasing the same dream y'all are. Yeah, definitely. And and I and there and I'm and I, I'm sure that you feel this way. There are moments to where I feel like you know, I quit. It's over. I'm not doing this no more. And she has to drag me off the cliff sometimes. <laughs> Every creative person goes through this. When mm -hmm. when you get to those moments, what drives you to keep going? I think I just remember the reason that I actually started acting and singing, and that's to pursue my dream. And, you know, you can have hard days. I've had hard days in the past, certainly, but those really shouldn't make me want to give up everything I've done so far. So I think just reminding myself of that is what How really helps me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because because Sandy and I will talk about it sometimes at night, and we're sitting there, and we're like, you know, four hundred interviews. That's a lot of interviews. If we quit now, I mean, we've had oh yes, also we we had, we've had smaller people and bigger people. We've even had one of the Backstreet Boys on, you know, oh, yeah, and we've had some super cool people all through this, and we're always like, you know, if we quit now, we would we always wonder where this show could go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people need to remember is, is you know, the, fur the further you get, the harder it's going to be to get to that finish line. But it's also harder to quit. But if you do quit, you're going to always regret it. Yeah, I definitely agree. So as we come to a close here, any final parting words and tell us how, ever, how everybody can find you. 
Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. I hope you uh, learned a little bit more about me and the industry. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Casey Fifield, no underscores. I'm on Twitter. Same thing, except there is an underscore between my first name and my last name. Uh, same thing on TikTok, Casey underscore Fifield. My um, Facebook is the letters Casey and then Fifield. I post on there a lot more often than I used to now, so make sure to go check it out. And then my YouTube is Casey Fifield Variety. We love that. And we really enjoyed having you on the show Indeed. today. And we look forward to having you back with some more updates. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. We love it. Oh, yes, love it. Thanks so day. much for your time today. Thank you.